It's time. 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 Is it time? It's time. Are we doing this? Yeah. Well, you know, here we go again, I guess. So guess what, guys? Guess what? What? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? Guess what? What? Except for God, what she wanted. Except for God, what she wanted. So I forgot what she really fucking wanted, because not only are we watching Mamma Mia today, but because the OG Mamma Mia isn't on any streaming services, and I don't want to pay money um, for it, Yeah, we're watching Mamma Mia, here we go again, which is the superior movie. I'm actually happy about this, because I know that the first one has an intense amount of Meryl Streep. There's maybe like 10 minutes max of Meryl Streep in this one. Good. But we do get some share. So she's not as bad, but she's. I love Cher. She's pretty fucking stupid. Well, there. <clears throat> she's stupid. Yes, Daniel. So what Danny's gonna have to do is waterfall for all the scenes with. Um, I'm making <laughs> up a rule right now. I'm gonna make now. my own rule anytime a door is open. <laughs> We're either waterfalling for Fernando or Super Trooper. We're waterfalling for that. Yeah. The whole song. <sighs> maybe it's a, it's a okay. long song. Maybe we'll do Fernando. Okay. Or, like, at some point, we'll decide, we'll add it in the rules when we post this, because we'll decide during the movie. Okay. We're either, or maybe we'll do, like, a finisher drink or something. Because I'm thinking Fernando, when Cher walks out, like, that's, that's the moment. Well, technically, we don't really have an actual finisher drink on mm-hmm. this one, so if you guys want to drink for one of the songs, we'll finish our drink mm-hmm. for it. Fernando and Super, Tro- Super Trooper is just a fucking bop. Super Troop is my favorite song. It sounds like the most. Which one's like, later in the film? They're both at the end. Super okay. Trooper sounds like the most like preschool like like learn your numbers song. Like you? now we're gonna learn our numbers one two three four. It sounds like some bullshit like that. Shut up. I'm not wrong. I'm not taking the disrespect tonight. Okay. All right. So let's get to some of the you other rules. Yourself. I'm Shut the hot. fuck up. You that. <laughs> Dan said to get all this out before the podcast. Oh, right, right. Come Sorry. On, it's, it's out, Dan. The secret's you're out. out. Oh, you're out? My penis is out. <laughs> really? No, he's coming Don't out. Can I see it? <laughs> huh? Can I see it? <laughs> all right. So, drink every time the words... Um, it says Belladonna. I don't know if that's two separate ones or just whatever Belladonna Do is. Do Belladonna. Okay, so... Or Dad... And Storm are st- said. Okay. Storm. Yeah. Whenever a new song is played, we drink. Okay. Whenever it cuts back to the past or the present, we drink. Yep. Whenever someone eats cake, we drink. Okay. Whenever Donna places her hand on her stomach, we drink. Okay. Anytime. Whenever someone cries when Donna is mentioned, we drink. Okay. <laughs> Anytime Lily James is on screen. Whenever someone arrives by boat, we drink. Okay. And oh, come on, no, I know no, no, a no. lot of We're going to do that. We're not doing it for each individual person. We're just going to do each boat trip. Okay. Boat trip, not boat trips. Boat trip. <laughs> and what's our finisher drink going to be? Which song? Um, Probably Fernando. Okay. Well, I think it's a bit more badass when Cher shows up. You guys are going to be hearing me say... Like, sing the songs in a really bad way. I'm so excited. If you sing it all, I'm just going to slap it's the shit It's fucking ABBA, you. man. Yeah. You've got to bop to it. Oh, Do you, though? Good. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm trying to well, think of a quote, but I can't. 
Oh, here we go again, folks. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Rubbing my nipples, bitch. Yeah, but like, I want to know, like, if Abu is creepy or not. Oh, uh, so yeah. I've seen Midsummer. Oh, Space Future. It's not. No, this is Mama Mia, you dumb bitch. God, are we about to kiss? Why not? Oh, okay. Let's talk to a strange man with a boat. Take me miles out to sea where nobody can hear me scream. Oh god, the back to the future. Shitty song where they're all Shut up! Singing. Stop! Do not talk shit about this song. <laughs> it is my favorite. Like, kind of like. You're in the past. God damn it. And a new song. And a new wall. song as well. I looked at her butt too. I do look at her butt. It's a nice butt. It's a nice butt. She meets one more random guy. We're in the future. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. They get married. Oh, I went back. Oh my god! How much more than three I have left? No! No! Hello, Mama Mia. So Taylor just did your reading, and yeah. she texted me before it- she sends it, and she's like, "Is Danny okay?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's shit face, you know." Which Mama, she we just watched Mama Mia, and she's like, "No, like, I mean, in life." I haven't like, been oh. in a good place lately. Let's just say. I was oh, like, oh, oh, usually hold, no. Oh, hold on, hold on. Got poop. No, it's, it passed. Okay. So I think we should get um. Um, Sepper's side of uh, side of this story first. Okay. Bring some this speed. Is, this was her first, movie. So, the first one. Um, there's honestly not a lot you missed. It's just, um, Sophie. Like, she's on the island with Donna. Yeah, sorry, Sophie's friends come to visit, mm. and they're bouncing around the hotel, yada yada, whatever. And it starts because Sophie doesn't know who her dad is, so she finds young Donna's diary. And reads it, and she in turns like invites all three of her dads to come to the island to meet Donna again because she thinks the moment she met them, she would know like immediately who her dad was. Yeah. So the first Mama Mia is just Sophie meeting the dads for the first time, them all like seeing Donna again for the first time in like 20, 30 years. Um, and then Sophie trying to figure out who her dad is. She has no clue. Um, Sophie and Sky meet, they start dating, whatever. Um, and like that's kind of it. It's kind of just songs and like nothing really. And then the second one gives us the actual details of obviously Donna meeting Harry, Bill, and Sam, while we also see Sophie restoring the hotel to bring it back to its prime condition because Donna had died like a year before. And then like you see how Sophie is so similar to Donna. Mm. Okay. Do you have questions? I mean, not really. Like, I mean, did you have any questions that you missed out on by not seeing the first movie? Um, I'm just like, how do we know how Meryl Streep died? I bet you it was a heart attack or alcoholism. 
Okay. Probably <laughs> neither of those. I think it was that. Um, did you have any questions? Um, the whole. <laughs> what? I think it's kind of just a plot point because Sophie dedicates the hotel to her in her memory. So it's like. Wait, was it called the Bella Donna before? I don't remember what it was, but Donna ran the hotel. And then when Donna died, Sophie took over and like revamped it all for Donna. Wait, but I thought in this movie she said that she didn't work there. Who? Be- uh, Donna. Because she didn't at first. Oh, so how did she Donna, come to buy it, though? I just did it over time. I'm assuming uh, the woman who owned it died or something or whatever. Was Is that that old lady? Mm-hmm. It's all like, I hate men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, the one with cool. the sun and the shitty band. Oh, right, right. The shitty. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I The whole, like, first half of the movie, I was just trying to figure out, like, okay, I didn't realize those three were, like, her dads or whatever. I didn't know what the fuck was going on with them. Like, why are they here? They all did. But, like, yeah, yeah they're. See, I knew. I just knew the story. Or I knew that they were all like potentially the dads because, or like flings from like with Donna the entire time. Yeah, because they're all around the same time. So. I can see. I can see them being like, like if, if you don't know anything about the story, I can see them being like some sort of weird, like polyamorous couple or something. And you like, I can see it being that way. See, I wasn't even thinking that, but like, I don't. What are you asking? No, I was saying like how, how the whole dad's arc was confusing to me. The first like half of the movie. Cause okay. I was like, Oh, uh, I, I kind of realized that like, Oh, they all had sex with Donna around yeah. the same time. So, so they, like, yeah, they never technically speak. Like they never technically speaking, figure out who Sophie's actual dad is. I'm pretty sure like Donna and Sam got married in the first one or something. So that's why like, Technically speaking, Sam is her stepfather, but since she never figured it out, and because in the first movie, Harry, Bill, and Sam were also accepting of Sophie, and they all, like, it's very clear that there's all little parts of the three men that are in Sophie, like, personality trait-wise and whatnot. Like, the movie, in the first movie, they intentionally show traits that Sophie has that is very similar with the three of them, so you can't really tell who Sophie's dad is. Which is why they're kind of just, they're all friends and they've all just accepted that, like, they are a fatherly figure in Sophie's life. Who do you think the father is? Um, I'm pretty sure it's, it's either Harry or Sam. Because, like, I read a Tumblr post a while ago where it was showing, like, the different traits that Sophie has that all the men have. And I think the reason that it was Sam was because, like, out of everything, so uh, Sam is very artistic, and Sophie also is, and Donna, like, wasn't. Where, like... Like, I remember there was a thing where Bill was ruled out completely, and then there was something between Harry and Sam. They're like, oh, how can it be this one? Because Sophie's blonde, but, like... One parent only needs to be blonde in order to have a blonde baby, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Sam... Because also, statistically speaking, Donna spent the most time with Sam. Donna, in turn, probably slept with Sam the most. So, like, say, like, Donna slept with Harry once. I think she slept with Bill no more than probably three times. I think, like, you see it, like, twice, or see it's implied twice. And then her and Sam spent a week together. So, like, they, it was probably, like, a minimum of three times. So she slept with Sam the most. She spent the most time with him. 
they also like had the most like connection and then donna and sam eventually end up getting married anyway so sam is her stepfather so it's like see like i want it like I, I probably think it is Sam, too, mm-hmm. but I want it to be Harry. Yeah. Just because I like Colin Firth Colin the best. Firth is my favorite of the three. But he well, has, okay, like, so, no so screen it's time hard at all. Because um, Colin Firth is a lot bigger than the first one. Um, but Colin Firth is my favorite actor. Bill is my favorite dad. Well, no. <laughs> Bill is my favorite young dad. Um, I think... No, Harry might be my favorite dad. I don't really like Sam that much. Young Bill is the best. Harry overall is really great. Harry, like, he like rage quits at the dock. He's just like, why did it have to be me? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also, he literally, well, Harry's gay, first of all. And he literally said, it's like, if this is the only girl you think you'd fall in love with, why not follow it? Uh, but that's also because, like, I didn't know he, was he probably gay. hadn't accepted it. It's, um, it's, is it's, that in the it's, first one? Yeah. Okay. And then there's little hints of it in... The second one, but it's more so like in the first one. They're like, oh, yeah, Harry's gay. And we're like, oh, okay. Mm. Okay. So uh, I got bored because I'm like, what do we talk about with this movie in the, in the cut-in? So, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. So I typed in Mamma Mia Conspiracy Theory in YouTube. And uh, I came up with a video titled, all caps, my uh, Mamma Mia Conspiracy Theory, exclamation point, exclamation point from this random person named Dean Morris. And uh, he has a theory of why Cher is in the movie because it's four theories actually. Oh yeah, technically four theories. Well, that, yeah, because he has like. Are we talking storyline or like the actual actress Cher? The storyline. Okay. Storyline. So in the first Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. uh, Donna Meryl Streep says like, "Oh, there's some like, you know she I don't know she's like exhausted or something. She lays down in a bed or something. I just saw a quick scene and she said, someone has it out for me some, or up there, like talking like to the heavens mm-hmm. and she's like, it's probably my mom and then if Cher is in the second one mm-hmm. as her mom, mm-hmm. who is that lady then? So, yeah. Theories? So, what, what, what do you think? you think it's like a continuity error? Do you think it's like Probably. Well, I mean like it's Meryl Streep is in it as a ghost. Yeah. It also could have just been, like, Donna very clearly wasn't close with her mother. She didn't talk to her. Donna, like, low-key kind of hated her mom, so she could have just assumed she was dead. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, or she thought she was dead or something. And- well, I mean, because it's also, like, Sophie... When Sophie was making the invites for the party, she tore up rubies because she's like, oh, she's not going to come anyway, because, like... So clearly, like, Sophie doesn't have a good relationship with her grandmother because Donna didn't, and, like, yeah. hash that down to Sophie. Yeah, well, because in the movie, she said, like, grandmother, you weren't invited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's one thing. This guy has a theory of the different screenwriters continuity mm-hmm. error because it's kind probably. of a throwaway line. Yeah. That's probably the case. Mm-hmm. But because we have our conspiracy theory hats on, tinfoil hats on, mm-hmm. uh, interesting theory that I found, or that, well, he found, um, was that... Um, Lesbian grandmothers, or mothers for Donna. Maybe so. So like one mom is dead, and then another one is. I shared. mean, these aren't even conspiracy theories. These are just like theories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that it's be like not really even cool? Like tinfoil hat stuff. I mean, it's possible, but it's also like I'm pretty sure it's very heavily implied that um, Fernando is. Oh right. Donna's father. 
Oh yeah. Because so like when so when young Donna meets Harry for the first time in Paris, she says that her family isn't very fond of foreign romances because her mother got her heart shattered into a million pieces in Central America years ago, which was Fernando. When Ruby and Fernando like separated or whatever. Oh, okay. Um so it's like she like I think it's pretty and then um in the song or like after the song Fernando when he sees Ruby he's like oh like Mexico and then I forgot what year he said or whatever but mm. it's like it the timeline I'm assuming works out to where Fernando is Donna's father because Donna didn't have a relationship with her father oh. and she only had her mom who was always like touring all the time and like didn't really give a fuck about her damn must be hard must be hard well that's our theories on this uh well, I got one more. Oh this is my God. personal theory that I just came up, and I'm going to come up with this as I'm speaking. Okay. Are you ready? So, she, uh, the grandmother is Cher in real life. Cher mm-hmm. just, like, and Cher, like, came on set of mm-hmm. the Mamma Mia musical. It's like, hey, I want to be in the musical. <laughs> and then she's all, like, and the screenwriter's like, okay, we'll give you a part. Um, you, do you want to play the grandmother? That's probably exactly how it happened. Imagine how much money! <laughs> imagine how much money they dumped into this movie to have Cher in it for like five minutes and have Meryl Streep in it for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Most of the movie's budget probably went to paying Cher and Meryl Streep. <laughs> and probably some of those sets. Those are some pretty big sets. Yeah, fucking the, oh God, all the music, so all the maracas, so and the the, the, the clothes, mm. and the, the, I, I want to get one a pair of those pants. Oh my god, the fucking costume design of this movie is flawless. <laughs> Ow, my wrist. Good job. Wow. Show me your notes, Danby. My notes? Okay, well, mm. see, I wanted to get all the positives out before I... Um, I love I, the I, transitions. I, yeah, the yeah, transitions are good. transitions. That, they were... So many of them were so smooth, and it's like, I had to call it out. And But it's also, I think they really did a, the casting of Donna, both young and old, and Sophie, is so good. Like, I think using Lily James, Amanda... Seafried. Sure. And Meryl Streep. Using the three of them as a mother, like, as a young mother, mother and then daughter duo, is so good. Yeah. Um, I also really liked the casting of young Bill into old Bill. I think that worked really well. Um, but I just, I... Like, there were so many transitions where it went from Lily James to Sophie doing the same thing, and it's like, you, they're identical. It works so well. I think oh, yeah, Lily James hair. captured the essence of young Donna so well. And she is my favorite part of this movie. Mm. She carries it. And I love her both as Donna and as Lily James herself. I love that woman. Um, I also, my only note that I took, and it was a little detail that I noticed the most in this watch of it. I love that during songs, they, it's like when you're near a certain character, you hear their voice, you hear their voice more. So, like, in Dancing Queen, you heard, like, Harry and Bill's, Bill's um. voice more prominent in certain parts because you, the camera was physically closer to them. And it does the same thing with, like, Sophie in certain songs. Even if it's, like, a group song, you can hear certain characters' voices come out of the group because the camera is closer to them. I and I really, that. really like that. Or, like, when the, when the camera is closer to just a general group of men, you hear the men's voices louder than the women's. And I like that they included that dynamic. I also do really, really like how, like, you can clearly tell that the background, the background is very green screeny, 
it's very like clearly a set but it does like kind of fit the dynamic like it's almost soap soap opera-y yeah and yeah. i think it fit really well you know i i liked that aspect it works for like a musical mm-hmm. but like if this is like anything other than a musical i don't think yeah it no it's gonna look like off. shit and i'm like that's cheap they should have done that better but like it's not supposed to be realistic also um the costumes are so good in this movie I love all of Young Donna's outfits. I think I can't tell if I love Young Donna or if I want to be her. And I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> you want to travel the world? Literally, when I, people say, what's the one place I want to go to the most? It's Greece. Oh, she was it's in not, Greece the whole time? Yeah. Oh. Literally, like, other than, so in the first part. I thought they part, were in Italy or some nope, shit. So in the first part, um, Sophie is in Greece the entire time. For a little bit, Sky is in New York. Um, but when when you see young Donna for the first time, she's like in London or somewhere in England because she's graduating from Oxford. And then she goes to Paris, which is where she meets Harry. And then she goes to Greece. And then young Donna is in Greece for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Harry is briefly in Japan. Sam is in Greece the whole time. And then Bill is briefly in Sweden. Well, it's more so you see Bill's twin brother in Sweden. Yeah. But yeah, no, the island they're on, uh, Calicari, I believe, is in Greece. Okay, so, I don't know what I was going to say. Um, I said, one of my stupid notes is, oof, he fat. Oh, I love that little bit where, because um, Stellan Skarsgård, ha- that's his actual twin brother, right? He has a twin brother? I'm assuming so. I did not Do you know, know how many Skarsgård men there are? There like 87, no Bill and they're all famous. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. Bill. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Stellan has a twin brother. But I love that little detail of how they all... Yeah. Um, How they all found no. a way to... No, it was played by... Was it just Stellan in a fat suit? Yeah. Okay. But I just love the little detail of Bill having a twin brother to get him out of. He was literally, like, receiving an award for being, like, the best, like, Swede. It was literally, like, a number one, like, Swedish like the individual. Swede. Yeah, no, it's literally what the award was, and it's so funny. And Bill's like, fuck it, I care more about my daughter. Aw, that's These so These three men all love Donna so much. And yeah. in turn, they love Sophie so much more. And it is so wholesome and, like, through the entire series, Donna and Sophie both have such, like, strong support systems. And I'm so jealous. Because, like, Donna had... The, she had the lady who owned the restaurant. And then she had um, Tanya and Rosie. And then, in turn, Sophie gets her amazing mother. And then the two fantastic, like, aunts that are Tanya and Rosie. But then she also gets her dad. And I'm like, it's, it's such a good healthy support system rosie's like another level rosie is amazing tanya is like mama mia Mia one is tanya's movie tanya thrives in that movie rosie is so good oh my god rosie is so good i love rosie's like she's just like she's hilarious she's getting like bulldozed over in the song (laughs) yeah oh and angel eyes yeah so good what a good tiktok let me fucking sing what a good tiktok trend um (laughs) yeah that was a pretty good Ugh, rewatching this movie and like looking at it at more of like a almost like a little bit of like a more in-depth perspective makes me love it so much more <laughs> these movies are hot garbage 
and they're my guilty pleasure but i well thank you i wanted to i wanted to segue into no the mama mia (laughs) franchise like don't get me wrong they're not good (laughs) movies mama mia one is kind of dog shit it's really not good but at the same time it's like it's just like a really really greasy pizza like you have to take a paper towel and like dab all the excess grease off because you pick it up it's gonna well, soak through the box I think, and i think that's like the reason because it's like it's it's a musical mm-hmm. it's but it's like a but musical, it's well but it's also know? like it's not like not a La only La La is Land. it a musical it's also like none of the songs are original a lot of it are songs that were already hits so yep. we already love them and it's also fucking who doesn't want a musical set on an island in Greece entirely made up of ABBA songs. I mean, I don't, but... That's so... <laughs> like, I am so glad that we live in a world where this thing exists. Also, I'm the, best, you like the best thing to get wine drunk to... It is. Great because wine drunk hits different. Yeah, dude, uh, totally. Yeah, Like, definitely. I just want me and, like, my friend Taylor and two bottles of wine and two Mamma Mia movies. You yep. remember fucking... Oh, y'all, Last Jedi, right? Y- y'all are always talking about wine drunk. Like, I don't drink wine. Wine like, drunk? I've, I've had it before. It's but. Diff- Like, sometimes I forget what it's like to be wine drunk until I have, like, a glass of wine. And I'm like, oh, I forget that this is a very high percentage. Yeah, like, granted, I had, like, an entire, like, three quarters of a bottle, then another half bottle mm-hmm. of wine. Mm-hmm. But while we were watching Last Jedi. I remember but that. do you remember that? Yeah. Do you no, remember how fucking buzzed different. I was? Yeah, you were you were pretty buzzed. It was like, I don't know. I felt great even after I puked because I did puke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had but a like, night. It was the most like chill. Was that puke. the Chinese food night? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was the most yeah. chill like puke I've ever done. I just can't been, like, smell. I, I it wish, was done. You know, I wish I could relate to that because when I was moving out of my dad's house and I was packing up all my couponing supplies, I went into my brother's room and I said, "Hey, I have eight bottles." of this blue Febreze Unstoppables air freshener. I need you to take all of it because if I smell it again, I'm going to throw up. Because we coated <laughs> our entire apartment in that when I was using a colander to scrape your takeout Chinese food puke out of the tub that you clogged. Listen, I'm sorry. So I wish I could say that it was the most chill throw up you've ever had. Oh it was. God. So what are the worst smells to you? I know yours is that Febreze or whatever. Yeah. So. But, like, Danny, what is the worst smell in the world to you? I'm going to say this once very clearly. The one the one terrible, awful smell. Actually, no, I got a few. All right, what are they? So never mind. But, okay, um, most importantly, my cat's butthole juice. Oh, My cat's God. ass juice. Yep. He's, you, you, ever, you ever smell a cat's, like, like a male cat's ass juice? Like, he sprays? You ever smell that? No. Worst smell ever. I can't, I can't even describe it. My dog... Sn- like stuck his nose right up his ass, oh. and that triggered him. Oh, and it went right in his nose. But I got all over the. Oh, I hit the mic. It got all over the pillows and the blankets and the couch. And it, like for weeks, my my entire downstairs smelled ex- like just like a cat's asshole. Yeah. Also, my belly button. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that one's up there. Fair. Fair. Dan, what do you got? Blank. Um, any alcohol I have thrown up, <laughs> the exact smell of it. Just like, uh, I just like, ooh. Just like, no. No, that's, okay, what was it? Red Stag Cherry Whiskey. Okay. That is a smell I do not want to smell ever again in my life. Yeah. It was a mistake. It's a bad time. Bad. I died. 
and <laughs> that's that's one of was them. Was it just like a like a like a regular party or? Like- oh yeah, no, it was a it was a day drink, and oh. I got drunk in two hours mm-hmm. and oh. died. <laughs> so I drank half the bottle Holy and with shit. Coke. Yeah, it was like a regular sized bottle. I drank half the bottle with uh, Stewart's brand Coke. Oh, Jesus oh Christ, why you do that to yourself? Because I was a poor college kid. Okay. <laughs> um, tomatoes. Hate the smell of any tomato products. Like pizza sauce makes me gag. That. Um, buh, 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 fuck. Oh, uh, Coronas. You don't like really? Coronas? Coronas disgust me, and the smell of them kind of makes me gag because it just makes me think of like right after you turned twenty-one, you were consistently drinking Coronas, and every time I would go to kiss you, I would smell it, and I hated it because they tasted so bad. What about like, cigars? It just smells like beer. No, they're fine. Cigars are fine. Really? Cigars are fine. Really? Um, Interesting. Fuck, there was one other one, and now I'm blanking. I had another like kind of fun. Oh, with the peach ring vodka. No, that's fine. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's it's surprising, okay. Actually, uh, strawberry lemonade's vodka is pretty rough. Oh. Um. Yep. Ooh, um, rice vinegar. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> one's pretty bad. Smells like sweaty sock. Normal vinegar is fine, but like rice vinegar specifically smells like sweaty socks. Yeah. Vin- and it just reminds me of like something from my past that I told Danny about the other day, and I'm just like, I just don't want to experience this again for so many reasons. <laughs> Apple cider vinegar is disgusting. Uh, like, remember we had those fruit flies last year? I That's have we actively dumping down avoided throwing apple cider vinegar. Oh. Like, I can't tell you what it smells like because I just avoid it. It's my gross. dad. I think I'll pass. My dad was sick um, mm-hmm. a while ago, and he what he does to get, to get over a cold, he puts the apple cider vinegar in a bottle of water, mm-hmm. and I grabbed a bottle of water of my own, oh. and I put it down. And then I got him mixed up, and I accidentally took a swig of his. Mm-hmm. So not only did I potentially get sick from that, but, you also but I also drink. had to taste apple cider vinegar. Well, that's the thing is, like, people drink apple cider vinegar regularly because it's supposed to be really good for you. So a lot of people will mix, like, a tablespoon in some, like, hot water with lemon yes. and honey. Uh. And that's supposed to be, like, really, really good for you. It's good for, like, weight loss and stuff. But I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm not I'll pass it. for now. No, thanks. No, thanks. Did you guys, uh, so way off track here from puke, but... I mean, I guess puke from Meryl Streep because we mentioned that. But oh, stop, she looked so good. She's. I don't hate Meryl Streep. I don't hate her at Dude, all. Dude, I can't explain why I hate her, but I do. Anyway, I just do. So, did you know her and Lily James are actually related? Really? Very, I di- love very that. distant. In what way? Very no, I distantly love that, related. <laughs> it's, probably like, like Paul, it's probably how Paul. It's probably how Paul Rudd's parents are related. Gross. <laughs> Okay, I mean, no offense to Paul Rudd, but gross. <laughs> they're, they're ninth cousins, three times removed. Oh, okay. Lily James, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Three no, times I still love removed. that though. Yeah. Um, but also, on a very brief note, um, I'm not here. I'm not gonna sit here and say that incest is okay because it's most definitely not. Well, but there parents- is something in that bloodline that makes Paul Rudd immortal. Well, I mean, I, he, he, they're second cousins. Yeah. So it's not as gross. It's still definitely they're, they're probably not blood-related, but um, still through marriage is like a little Well, no, wonky. because if they were, if it was through marriage, I think it would be, I think that's why it would be, like, removed. Like, if they were second cousins yeah, removed, one I think time it would be through marriage. Removed. Yeah. But they're just straight second cousins, so, like, I think it's... No, no, like, no, it's one time's removed. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, through marriage. Okay. Yeah. Still yeah. weird. Because um, yeah. imagine going to the family reunion... And going up to your aunt and being like, hi, this your is my husband. also your cousin? Yeah. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> um, that being said, whatever the fuck is going on in that bloodline, like, he and, is at, like, the Yeah, he looks exactly the same every day. that he looked like in 1995. That man does not age. He, yeah. oh, fuck. I was going to say he's a fine wine, but he's not. 
because he hasn't aged. Um, John Krasinski is a fine wine. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I can agree. But with also, that. that does relate to Mamma Mia because, in the end, when you see Bill and Harry on the dock waiting for the ferry, and there's the guy who kind of looks like DJ Khaled in the, the ticket <laughs> booth, yeah. he looks at Bill and he's like, Oh, time has not been kind to you, sir. And yeah. then he looks at Harry and he's like, But time is your bitch. He's like, You are like a tree and a fine wine and cheese. And um, I, like, I, 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 love, I love that man in the ticket booth. Where's John Krasinski coming? Because he's a fine wine. Yeah, so he I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it, would, back. I'm bringing it back to Mamma Mia. I would love for for John Krasinski to be in this movie. He would save it for me. I would love for John. Be I don't like, know if he would spit in my mouth. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Well, okay, well now I don't feel <laughs> I was, bad about shitting hoping, all over this fucking. I was movie hoping now. that would fly under the radar a Jeez. little no. bit more. <laughs> I was hoping we wouldn't pick up on that. So. It's hard for me to watch musicals because it's so easy to take a step back and think about how ridiculous everyone looks while filming it. That's why Enchanted is an amazing Disney movie. But it's it's gotta be it's just like like okay, it's like okay, Amanda, we're gonna need you to like sing and look really sad while putting away clothes. Okay, for 20 but this minutes. is why being such a stuck up critic sucks because you can't enjoy anything. I'm not a stuck up critic. I like Star Wars. Star Wars. I like Star Wars, the cheesiest movie in the universe. You kidding me? Not really. But what I'm saying, I'm gonna go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. I think that's an okay line. The the room, the room, the room. Yes. Okay, but what I'm saying is like, if you if you can't watch a movie without being like, oh, but this wouldn't happen, then like that fucking sucks because you need to be able to separate yourself because not everything needs to be looked at critically. Because you're gonna fucking ruin it. I'm not saying that like I look at it like that. I'm just saying it's really easy to look mm-hmm. at like that. No, if you knowing have, like, what he knows and how much he's done this, like, yeah. yeah, I, I get. What I'm, he's not, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I'm not saying that's the movie's fault, but I'm saying it's easier to do that with musicals. So you're a white boy who's a film major whose favorite director is Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Tell me more, please. I'm not a film major. Tell me more about everything I'm doing major. wrong with my taste okay. in movies. Thank you very much. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with your taste in movies. I'm just saying this movie sucks. They're guilty pleasures for a reason. <laughs> yeah. That's what she was saying. It's not my favorite movie. Yeah, Whiplash is your favorite it's movie. definitely Tangled in La La Land. Thank you very much. I was going to say. Which is up there, La too. La Land supporting character, J.K. Simmons. So, just saying. He's not even in it. He's in it. Is he in it? Yes, we went over this last week. He owns the jazz bar. Yes. How ironic. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> All right, real talk. Um, how they do in these transitions? We already went over that. No, those are yeah, yeah. They weren't really as prominent in the second half of the movie. I noticed them a lot in the first half, but like after that, it's like, yeah, all right. I mean, there's like the the church scene. That's all I really remember the, the second half. I like the transition. It, it's it's a stupid transition because I know exactly how they did it. But it was um, she uh, Amanda Seyfried was in the back in the background, and and Dominic Cooper was in the foreground, and they were like filming through a mirror. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. like yeah, walks yeah. past the mirror, and then she's gone and stuff. I, I know because all they did was just move the camera, but like it looks really good. Yeah, no, that did look really good. Yeah, I don't then know. like the yeah, they did a few sky scenes, like going up toward the sky and then coming back down. Yeah, in the future like they they did that. And, like, that's, the suitcase I was went across just the camera. Bring up the suitcase, cut. yeah, so good. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know how they do that. I want to know how to do it because I know it's it's a lot probably a lot of rotoscoping, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
and then like the same kind of uh, camera movement at the same time. I actually, I think I can piece it together. So never mind. Ta-da. Maybe we'll come out with a uh, movie drunks on our <laughs> on like a YouTube thing, and we'll be like, "This is how you do the Mamma Mia transition." Well, hopefully, we get a YouTube channel up and running next. Oh, I'm working on it, Dan. I'm working on it. Okay. I haven't heard you talk about it in like two months. Just okay. <laughs> so, what else you got, Danny? Um, another reason why I don't really like musicals, I think, is because I'm a story guy. Uh, yeah. I like I like structure. I like I like following the characters through an ordeal. Yeah, and then they come out on top, or they don't come out on top in the end, and don't you know it could go either way. But I like the journey of that. And the reason I don't like musicals is because. In order to get across what the characters are feeling, they have to pause the movie and have a three to four minute extended sequence of them singing about how they're sad, how they're happy, mm-hmm. how they're doing it, how they're fucking, I don't know, scared or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it slows down the movie and it bogs it down. And like, it's like, there's no story there. And like, other than like, the, like, except do you just like watch this movie for the story or do you watch it for the music? Yes. Um, I think one of the things that we'll see, ironically, musicals, the biggest part is how most of their story is told through their songs, which I think Mamma Mia does a really, really good job with. Really? Yes. If you listen to the actual lyrics in the songs, most of them fit really well. But uh, they fit that, like, emotion that got across at the beginning of the scene, though. I'm talking, like, a good musical, I think, would, like, La La Land would show an emotional journey through the song. Like, I can't does. think of an example in this movie that does that. You were knowing also me, hammered. knowing you. What do you mean? What's the name of the song? Donna and Sam. What? With them breaking up. Yeah, they break up at the beginning of the song, and then there's like... The... Okay, so then why did it have to be me? What do you mean? You're shoving Donna and Sam on the boat, and then you have Harry coming in, and they have two different transitions in the song where Harry, Sam, or Bill and... Donna's okay. really happy, and then Harry's really sad. Okay. Or then you have Waterloo, where Donna is very hesitant at the beginning, and then the song Waterloo is literally about like the emotions being defeated, and at the end they sleep together because Donna and Harry had that connection. I damn be fully admit I was wrong about this movie. Fucking dumb bitch. Yeah, that's another thing. Like I kind of like. Or you have one of us where Sky and Sophie are fighting. And then it goes from them being mad at each other to the end, them feeling really guilty and then both wanting to, like, call each other and missing each other. But, like, that's that's portrayed in, like, the the beginning of the scene, though. I mean, not really. It has them mad at each other in the beginning, and then in the end, they're just lonely and miss each other. Huh. I don't know. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe if you paid attention... Well, I mean, well, I was pretty drunk, but yeah, he we were pretty stuck on PBRs, like dude, gunking up our system. Yeah, fucking disgusting. Yeah, it is pretty bad. I've never had a PBR, and I never will. It you shouldn't. You just, should never. You shouldn't have them until at least after like two or three mixed drinks. <laughs> so, right. just to get you started. But yeah, no, like the other thing I don't with with musicals, it's. I, I think I'm on the same boat as Danny with the story. Like, I want to see the story. Like, with some musicals, like, if I don't know the lyrics to the song, and I don't know the song, like, I can't see and visualize the story from songs. Yeah. I can't. I guess that's maybe what I'm trying to say, where it's like, I don't, like, get the story. Yeah. 
if I knew the songs beforehand, like I knew a few of the songs in there, but like I don't want to have to like listen to lyrics and also pay attention to the story of the movie at the same time. That's what I'm trying to say. I I can't I can't do both. But I don't know. But the, but at the same time, like I could understand La La Land perfectly. So like maybe it's La just La like Land, I was so just I distracted by like this being Mama Mia and like yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a lot more like soap opera y, but it's still like it's not. Especially like having subtitles on and actually reading the lyrics, you can like follow. Yeah, that definitely helped. Yeah. I wasn't really paying attention to oh, that there point, you go. That <laughs> so that's the problem. But like, yeah. maybe if I pay attention a little more to lyrics, like I could try to like. But also coming from songs that were previously written, and none of these are original except for like a couple lyrics altered here and there. Like, no. they did a really, really good job conveying a story with songs that have existed for like almost. 40 years. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think ABBA was mostly big in what, like the 70s to 90s, probably? 90s? Really? 70s and 80s, I'd say. These songs are 40 to 50 years old. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say 70s and 80s. The 70s being 50 years ago makes me want to throw up no, because don't I, think say the, that. I think the 50s were 50 years ago. Yeah. If, yeah, it definitely feels like that. <sighs> yeah, my dad just turned 50 last year, so. That's so weird, yeah. man. Yeah. My God. dad's 52. Both my parents are 52. My mom's older than my dad, too. Yeah. I don't know. My mom was born in 75. I think my aunt was born in 74 or something. Your aunt, Shirley, is older than my mother. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Um, oh, so there's something I wanted to talk about. Um, this movie is what the girl from Taken wanted to do on her vacation but it didn't work out the way because she got taken i haven't seen taken but like the the pure amount of like oh yeah you're a random person that i'm just meeting in this random country that i have no idea where i like what's going on you seem okay let's go on your boat that's that would never ever in a million years ever happen to an actual person but it does happen in real life that's the sad part that's fucked up you shouldn't do that like, you gotta be whole, safe out there kids yeah there was a whole thing like in the early like 2010s there's this girl in i guess europe who went um, well that's maybe when she murdered her roommate but like i don't oh the, is that the, the american murder yeah thing? that whole thing yeah, yeah. That, that, that's different but like there are like like obviously travel warnings and everything like that but like it's it's like well it's you're American. Thing. Like oh we'll murder you. <laughs> yeah, and there's the fucking you know, the, you. the sex rings and everything. There's all yeah. Uh, yeah, like it's crazy. I don't see. I don't know why. Like it, that's why it's hard for me to believe. Like I know I know this this is a musical because you're a white boy. I, but like, wouldn't you just be aware of this this shit? You know? Yeah. Like if you're just like a, like I'm just saying like guys like girls. Some of them a little too much. And then would take advantage. I'm just saying, and you meet this some random guy with a boat, like you just, go, you know what I mean? It just seems really fucked up to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the way things are, man. Like not everybody has like common sense like that. So, Seb, is there anything you don't really like about this movie? Any particular thing like that you're not a big fan of? No. No. You have nothing that you nothing negative. No, I you can love say. these movies so much. So, like unabashedly, just completely love them. So I, I don't I, really I like Chris Brownston that much. Okay, I get that. I just don't like him, though. Oh, His we, singing is bad. Can we talk about um, young Harry singing Waterloo like a jackass? Waterloo. Waterloo. 
Um, so the guy who plays Young Harry, whose name I don't remember, he is very specifically like I'm pretty sure he's like musical theater trained. Like he was in Les Mis. So, oh. um, I'm assuming it's just like being like theater, you are trained to have very the strong diction. Yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming it's just like his like classical theater training. Super mm-hmm. annoying. So just fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my only advice for the actor. Just like, 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 I mean, it also could just be his accent. Like how British people, they don't say water. They say like water. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's exactly how he said it. So it's probably just an accent, too. Yeah, I guess, maybe. But, like, I don't know. Because they don't say water. Well, it's it's like it's like the thing on TikTok where it's like you see, like, the, th- the three different, like, views. It's, like, TikTok acting, mm-hmm. theater acting, oh, and yeah. film Actual acting. acting yeah. And they're slowly more toned down. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I there's a difference TikTok between, acting. there's a difference between, like, TikTok theater musicals. TikTok so done. Yeah, think yeah, because they just it's completely over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, movie musicals definitely like it's definitely a little more over the top. Well, or I'm no, 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 theater theater, theater musicals are more over the top, and you can tell he's theater trained. Yeah, because like Les Mis is a very classic theater movie. Yeah, but like that's not annoying to me. Like it's like I, I maybe it's just like that one specific thing is just annoying. I can I think I can just think of like well, I mean I think it's kind of ironic because like. The most theater accurate performances in Les Mis are some of the ones you've gotten annoyed by. Hmm. Well, uh, what? like Anne Hathaway's, and then I remember there was one of Hugh Jackman's where you're kind of like giggling at it, and then Russell Crowe's. Yeah, it just seems like because it's very theater esque. I guess so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's like I'm not a huge fan of the way theater actors sing, mm-hmm. like the way Neil Patrick Harris sings. But it's just because they have to enunciate and project. Because like, but while they, they do have, have the, the, like the breathy, like, ah, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just because that's how the people are the trained in But well, again, it's trained well, that way because it's not pleasing well, to my ear. Um, yeah. but it's also it's more so because you have people. There are hundreds of people in that theater that are, like, hundreds of yards away from the stage, and while they do have mics, they do do still need to enunciate and project because, like, they're not mic'd up in, like, a convenient spot. So it's, like, not all theater... Like, only, like, like the leads on Broadway get mics. So, uh-huh. like, everyone has to sing it and project it that way so they can reach the back of the theater. But, like, why does it end up sounding that way? Like, like because, like, I can... If, even if like they taught like sing quietly, it mm-hmm. still sound. It still has that like accent of Broadway to it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I just mean, not a fan of that way of singing that way. But why but is that also, trained that way? Is it is it like because, scientifically like I mean, pleasing I to everybody's it, ear no, that way? No, but what I'm saying is I think it's effective in terms of what needs to be done. They have a job where they are performing in the theater and they need to reach the back of the theater and performing it that way gets that done. Mm. And enunciating it so clearly makes it easier for the words to be understood when you're further I'm, away. I'm not saying I'm not saying enunciating. I'm saying like the vibrato and like the the accent of it. You went on and on about this, Danny. This I was literally over here, just like sit sitting on my phone. I'm like, how much longer can we bring, How much longer can we talk about this? It was like straight up ten minutes. We just cut out. I, okay, I concede. I concede my point. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say. It. I, can, I concede. Fine. We're tired of hearing it. 
<laughs> so many times we were like, I just want to understand why I don't like it. And I'm like, I am telling you why you don't like it. I am sitting here explaining to you the things that make it different and why they do it and what their purpose is. And I'm telling you why you don't like and it. And I like, don't believe you. I just want to understand what I don't like about it. And I'm like, I just fucking told you. I concede, okay? I concede. Jesus I concede. Christ. Drunk Danby, dumb bitch. I feel <laughs> I feel so sorry for anybody who listens to this podcast and has to hear me get like that because conversations like that with you are unbearable. And I know that I too am unbearable. I'm a nagging bitch and I'm the worst and I don't know why you put up with me. I think it's because I show you my tits a lot and like you're like, "Hey, good enough you're not gonna you're not gonna like sing for me and then like sing an enunciated but way i gave for me. you examples what well, but i had to listen to it i got to fucking God. see it <laughs> i hate this conversation yeah i've been listening to this, this is what every this straight. is literally what no but, <laughs> we have so the funniest, no but so the funniest thing is this is our relationship like this is what literally every single one of our debates is like like political not like dumb movie shit like this like we have star wars conversations like this like this is every single one of our debates. Oh, I know. I live here. Do worst. you want to break up or no? <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Oh, you Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> She's contemplating. She, th- she thinks No, that she actually wants- made me really sad. What? Because, like, do you want to break up? No, I don't. He was, he was, he was, okay, he was joking. Please, Please stand, stand by. by. Please stand by. Please stand by. <laughs> Fucking fine. Unless you have anything. What else? What other notes do you have? What are the notes? I don't do want to hear them. Hold on. I, I want to see what else he has. God. <laughs> um. Um. <laughs> right now, my boy Harry looks in good shape because I like Harry. He's Was my it Colin favorite. Firth or yeah. I love Colin Firth. Well, not Colin Firth, but like, but like oh, young, young Harry. Yeah, whatever. So I'm like thinking like, <laughs> well, I'm thinking like because he's got like the best chance of being the father. But that was like right in the beginning of the movie. So like, I'm thinking mm. like, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, whatever. yeah. That's all I got. Uh, That's it? Oh, and then separate burp attack. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Y'all heard that in the compilation. That was that was fun. We were all just dying. We we all had like interesting amounts of uh, yeah. gas tonight. Yeah, I'm sober now. Yeah, not much. Yeah, no, you're not that. You're not that sober, my guy. But like, <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> no, separate burp attack. <laughs> um, no, it was right. a straight up like like Godzilla roar. You just like sat up for a second. You're like, raw. All right, so I'll start. Um, I'm going to give this movie, considering I didn't know anything that happened beforehand until we started after this, uh-huh. um, we get a 65. Passing. It's passing. High school passing in New York. Um, but it's the transitions were fantastic. Mm-hmm. The acting wasn't terrible. It really wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. But, like, again, it was just the story. It was just, like, all over the place for me because I was, like, I'm mm-hmm. just trying to, like, figure out what's going on for, like, half the movie. Then I finally figured yeah. it out. I was, like, oh, it's, was over. The story? it's over. <laughs> They're trying to find out the dad. Well, uh, so the, the story of the first one? The, the story so the- of the second Oops. one. <laughs> the story of the second one is Sophie's journey to trying to impress her mother's spirit. And, in turn, tr- she's basically, you watch 
Sophie over time, like how similar she is to Donna. Oh, okay. And we would know the context of that if we watched the first one. Yeah. Because like I didn't get too much of that. Like, so it's just like an inner. Con- I mean, I think getting how how similar Sophie and Donna is is all the transitions of transitioning from Sophie oh. to Donna seamlessly. Yeah. And them doing the exact same thing of like, oh, like you see Donna on the stairs in the hotel and then it immediately cuts to Sophie on the stairs in the hotel. And it's like mm-hmm. they're the. Yeah, like they're going back and forth. Yes. Yeah, like it's. Because like to me, it just, it just felt like Sophie was just getting in ready for a one, big party. No, in movie one, you would see Donna like completing her dreams basically and then in movie two you see sophie who has the same dreams now like finishing them for her mother Mm, okay and that's running a hotel so a legacy type of thing living in paradise and finally finding because donna had no plan and had no purpose until she got to this island Mm. uh well what does she make major in i don't know it doesn't say it was tourism wasn't it Maybe I mean, it kind of seems like a waste of time then if you, you went to four year four years. Yeah, of I think it was travel and tourism. No, I'm no pretty point. sure that's what it was. Oh, tour. Okay, probably. I, I'm pretty sure I heard sense. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Danny, what so did you give it? it? Would you give it again? Sixty five. Sixty. <laughs> I give it a seventy. I enjoyed it for the most part. It was. I just. I just don't think. Maybe I'll have to watch it a, a, another couple times. I just don't see what's so amazingly special about these movies. It, like, I don't see any, like, lore or, like... Like, I, I understand the message was, like, you know, be who you want to be and stuff. I just don't I just don't really, like, understand the the hype around it, So I the guess. thing with these guilty pleasure movies is there doesn't need to be a motive and a deep story and a whole, like purpose and point and message yeah and i, I think it's, that's what i go to movies for when so. when they recorded the first mamma mia the cast was almost shit-faced for the entire time i believe not glad I'm it was glad a they bunch had a fun of time people making it. fucking drunk on an island singing to abba songs and recording a movie like they recorded this to have fun and it is a movie to watch to have fun mm, yeah okay i'm glad they did that yeah. mm-hmm. i just didn't have fun sorry or Sucks too much ass, fun bitch <laughs> What'd you give it, Supper? I shit you not. You're I've never thrown one of these out there. Um oh, no. I'm I have no regrets and I mean this wholeheartedly. Mama Mia, here we go again, is a flat one hundred in my book. It's higher than whiplash. Yeah. Because oh, it's a blast. One hundred. And everything that they strive to do in this movie, they do like perfectly in this book. You get drunk, you sing some songs, there's some sick dance moves, there's a really good storyline, it almost made me cry a couple times, and I love it. I love it. It's kind of like us, we get drunk, we watch movies, I and sometimes it. talk about the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you like it. Really, like, I'm honestly, like, glad that, like, you know, like, you found, is this like, kind of like your Star Wars? I, I, I kept comparing it yeah. just to my, like, sorry. so yeah, I'm glad, like, it, like, most a lot of people don't understand exactly why I like. It's Star like Wars why so much, A New Hope like, was your favorite movie for the longest time. That is why Mamma Mia too. Like I love it so much. Yeah, I'm glad you it's like it. it's definitely not a good movie. Yeah, I, I can like, recognize A New yes. Hope isn't a good movie. Yes. All right, so we, got we did it, boys. Sixty-five, a seventy, and a flat. Sorry, a fat one hundred. I definitely said flat, but I would yeah. like a fat. 100. You did that's fat with a capital P H. Fat. There's a difference, you know. 
Yeah, that is, is a seventy-eight point three repeating. Hell yeah! Well, like so it's three? I apologize for making it so low. I think it's Damn three and a half. <laughs> um, yeah, still got passing grades all around. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, and that was our season finale. Uh, season two. Season finale of season two. Eat. Yeah, can be. All right, that is a wrap on season two of Movie Drunks. Thank you for all. <laughs> all. You looked at me. You're like, thank you. Yeah, it's like, thank you to all you our said, listeners. Not thank you to you. I'm sitting here and you said that's a wrap, and I'm like, but well, why can't it be a flatbread? And like, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> it's okay. Oh man. Um, but yeah, no. Thank you to our viewers. Um, and. We, we're going to be back soon with new content, probably some new segments, some new teases for sure, a YouTube channel, possibly a TikTok. We're not sure yet, but we got lots of stuff coming for season three in the next Put month. a lot of work on me. Maybe I'll be drinking <laughs> again. Yeah, maybe. Probably That'd not. You were drinking for this one a little bit. I had one White Claw, yes. and then it kind of wanted to throw up a little bit, but yeah. you got there. We're getting you there. You got there. Well, we are Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at under Danny underscore Was or my YouTube channel, Danny Was. Also, find us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks. That's that. that, that, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm Supper. I'm sorry I'm annoying. Um, thanks for listening to me burp and cry um, talk about J.K. Simmons a lot. And throw up in the background. I don't want to talk about that one. Um, (laughs) I said I wasn't drinking for a reason. Um, Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for listening to us. I don't know, some bullshit here about how we appreciate you guys. Thanks, guys. I won't even listen to us, and you guys do. Um, Big shout out to my friends who play the podcast in the background on mute, so we still get the views, but they don't have to listen to my unbearable voice. Um, you guys kind of suck, and I know you're not going to hear this. It makes me a little bit sad inside. <laughs> Just a little bit. So, but yeah, so we got. Do we want to? We want to tease our next episode. I don't even know what our next episode That's is. Yeah, neither right. do I. So we'll, we'll you'll find out in a few weeks. Until then, stay cool. Yeah, no, we're not going to end it on that. So here's why we're actually going to end it. Bye. Stay cool. (laughs) Danny. Danny. What? Wanna burp me? Yeah, okay. Hit me. Punch me in the fucking face. Punch me so fucking hard. (laughs) (laughs) No. She's an icon. No. No. Oh, fuck you. Cheers, bitch. Ah.